0: Welcome back, mothers and others. You are tuned in to another episode of Mothering Wild. It is Monday and there is no interview, conversational interview, which means there this is a short episode. And last week I recited a poem which is relevant to the times that we are in and we are facing. It's called Fair and Fantasy, and it is it was truly a trigger. Um, I wrote this poem when I had my first son and it was after Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown. And I, I was just, I needed to write. I needed to write. I needed a safe space. So I wrote this poem now that I have two little Brown boys and a beautiful Brown little girl as well. Well, they're both, they're all beautiful, all three. Um, I just felt like it, I, I I had to go back to the poem. And I hope you guys will like it. I love the poem. It's called "Fair and Fantasy," and it's basically mothering while raising black children. That fair and that fantasy that mother us, some of us mothers feel. Um, and that is episode two. This week, I am going to share a story. A true story, based on a true story, you know, um, I'm going to share what happened to me last week and which is still affecting me this week, painfully, um, annoyingly affecting me. But I would like to start off by saying, by the way, it is Monday. It is a beautiful morning. The sun is shining through my window as I speak to you. I am up before my kids, so it's really early. You probably hear still hear sleep in my voice. But I am up before my kids and my husband. I've said my affirmation today. It feels good. I am at peace. And let's see if my kids can stay asleep while I do this episode and I'm telling about that I'm up before, I'm telling you that I'm up before my kids because I'm gonna let I'm gonna get into it a little bit more um, in the middle of this podcast this short episode podcast that is. Um, and I will call this episode mothering while cleaning the kitchen, talking on the phone, feeding the baby and getting ready for dinner. Yeah, that's a lot. yeah uh-huh but it all makes sense in the story. Okay, let's get this story started. So I had just woken up from a nap with baby Joshua. It was a late nap. The other kids were outside with dad. And I put him in his high chair and I just started to, and I was like, okay, well, time to get dinner started. Um, And I was now like realizing it's a little late, so let me, let me hurry up. But I don't know about you all, but I cannot cook in a messy kitchen. Right now, the kitchen has been... I'm in the kitchen right now, (laughs) podcasting, okay? The kitchen serves as so many different um, uh, purposes right now. It's not only the place that we eat or and and have snack but it's also the homework place it's the place we draw it's the place you know um, during this pandemic that we have just my husband's working from home this is where he'll do his conference calls I mean the kitchen is chaotic so it needs to be cleaned several times a day and with everyone being home all day every day it's a lot okay so I'm trying to clean the kitchen before I get dinner started and I'm on the phone, I'm talking to my sister and I am prioritizing this conversation. I can wait. It's not a serious conversation. I'd put the baby in a high chair. I should be listening to him eat. I'm listening and paying attention to him while he's eating his mango and I'm not, I'm on the phone talking to my sister and I have the phone positioned underneath my armpit. Why? I'm not sure. It's just that I'm needing to hold the phone and I need to listen to this conversation. And while I'm clearing the drain, I'm putting the bowls, the smaller bowls into the bigger bowl. But because I have this phone in my phone on my, uh, under my armpit, the way that I have, um, the way that I'm holding the glass bowl is like truly not smart And while I'm putting the smaller bowls into the bigger bowl, the bowl breaks in my hand and glass is everywhere. Like it's actually sticking in, it's in my lips. It's in my, on my forehead. And I look at my hand and my hand is open. My finger is open and I did not want to my husband is outside. I'm not trying to freak out. I see the blood. I grab my husband and I'm just like, this is what's going on. I need you to come inside. I need you to help me out. And I'm staying calm because guess what? Mothering while bruised, What mothering while cut. And so, but I'm, but I'm trying to stay calm for my child who sees the blood. I'm trying to clear up the blood and my son is just looking at me so weird. He's in my face, my seven year old, like, how is she doing this all? And I'm like, because I am super woman and this is what we do. We get hurt and we still mother. Okay. So I'm trying to calm everyone down by being calm myself. And my husband, I'm coaching him on, all right, this is what I need you to do. I need you to take the baby out the high chair. I need, like, you need to bring me to the hospital, okay? And so he brought me to a hospital. He brought me to the local hospital, and I already had a lot of anxiety about going to the hospital, especially, like, during the pandemic, during this COVID, but I'm still trying to remain calm, but nobody told me the worst part of this ordeal would be the lidocaine, okay? The doctors and the nurses, and the nurse was just amazing. Um, I was out of the hospital within an hour and a half, um, but I, no one told me anything about that lidocaine. They stuck me like four times, and he was like, you still feel it? And I'm like, yes, like I am truly a superwoman. I need more to go down with, okay? But during that time, I started to realize I'm a righty, and it happened in my right hand. Uh there's a lot of things that I need to do with this right hand while mothering, okay, and being a wife. I'm like, in my right hand, I write, I cook, I, I, I can't click and add to cart and proceed to check out with Amazon. I mean, I'm just started thinking about all the things that I use my hand for and i mean i'm not gonna be able to do that but i started to realize all the things that i really couldn't do like when i really thought about it it's all about a mindset ladies okay you know what i thought about i didn't have to change diapers okay i didn't have to wash dishes clean sweep drive i'm just like okay all right I'm feeling all kind of like all right, a little vacation, and you know what? I'm not gonna be choosy. This is a little mini vacation with a little bit of pain, just a little sacrifice, mothers. But I ended up getting seven stitches that day, and it was truly my fault when I really look when I'm really reflective about it, um, because I wasn't present. There was a conversation that I was having with my sister, who I love dearly. She's an interesting woman. You'll hear her. You, on the series on Mothering Wild, but it wasn't a serious conversation. It was a conversation that could have waited. Here it is that I have a child who's now learning to, to, who's learning table foods and eating a slimy, you know, slippery mango, and I should be listening out to that. Instead, I'm really prioritizing this conversation. I'm prioritizing it so much that I'm not even thinking about my safety while dealing with glass. And I mean, I guess in a way, like we do this every day. So it's like, what kind of danger that can really happen, right? And I have, but in light of having seven stitches, I have come up with seven tips that I'm going to um, use this week. And so I already started, I looked at this, um, this weekend and I'm like, I'm going to have these seven tips that I'm going to truly work on for the, for this week and to be a, to be a present mom. And the seven tips, here we go. Start off with waking up before your kids, right? And centering yourself, praying, praying. And um, having an affirmation. So, I, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, is that I woke up before my children, and it feels so good to wake up before your kids, say a prayer, and have an affirm, and and um, say an affirmation. My mom for Mother's Day wrote an affirmation that I am f- that um that I say um that I don't say consistently, but I'm going to say it every day this week, and it is. It is something she wrote. It goes like this. Just for today, I would not worry. I would not be angry. I would do my work honestly. I will give thanks for my many blessings. I will be kind to every living thing. Just for today, tomorrow is a new day. And so check that off my list today. Exercise. Okay. That's gonna be hard for me. It's not gonna be hard. It's a mindset. It's just that working out, I'm like, I have low iron. I can't be doing all of that. When I just think about sweating and working out, although I am not at my weight, I am the heaviest I've ever been, and I'm not liking it, I still don't feel like working out. Every time I think about it, I get tired, but I'm going to change the mindset. Working out is something that something that is needed for me, and I know that it is. Um, it definitely makes me feel more energetic. It makes me feel good. And... Um, energy begets energy, which is something my mother always say, the more energy you put out, the more energy you have to be with your kids. And I want to be more fit. Like I need to be, I need to be more fit just uh, to chase around three kids. Okay. And I have all outside kids. They always want to be outside all, all of them. And I like that. Ex- I love that. Um, number three, put the kids to bed early. I'm telling you, my husband and I were drill sergeants. We were very militant about bedtime. We had a routine. And then that third baby came and just said, have all your plans. Okay. I'm like, uh, so getting back to that, right. Um, putting them to bed early so that I can still have time for myself and for my husband, um, without falling asleep. Okay. Um, with the kids or begging the kids to go to sleep being at their mercy at night. Um, put your phone away. Hmm. If I had just put my phone away and I just would have been present and just got the work done. And I would have truly, I would have been in a different spot right now. Right now I have seven stitches and I can't do much. It's in my thumb. It's, you know, very, um, it's in a very inconvenient spot. You don't realize how much you use your thumb for. Like, I'm like, four fingers, what are you here for? If my thumb truly, like, you guys need my thumb. Four fingers need my thumb. Come on, get it together. Um, Have daily, number five, have daily one-on-one time with my kids. So each kid getting individual attention. The baby gets individual attention when it comes to his feedings and we, you know, cuddle and we, and I kiss on him while he's getting, while I'm nursing him. The other two, I need to be more consistent with that. When my son, I just bought him a sketch pad as well as myself and we keep it in his room and we sketch, we look on these, there's a really cool YouTube channel we watch and they just, we go and and we draw with that YouTube channel. And my daughter, she really likes tea time and princess time, and I need to be more consistent with that on a daily basis. Um, and number six, adjust your agenda. So my husband and I, we are we try to be proactive. We have a schedule that we try to keep. We go where it is that we wake up before the kids, and that doesn't always happen. More times than not. Um, we are waking, well, I am waking up with one, with the baby. Um, but the plan that we have just in the morning is to wake up before the kids, talk to each other, be present with one another, um, pray, um, as well as me do my affirmation. And then we wake the kids up and we go to the beach because I live right on the coastline. So the beach is not far. And we try to get a walk in with the kids and then we are scheduled. And then we go through the schedule and that schedule, it's beautiful, but it doesn't work all the way. So we do need to adjust the agenda. We need to adjust it. And number seven, remember now that this, their childhood is fleeting this as much as I have a nine month old, a three year old now and a seven year old. And I feel so, especially during this pandemic, it's chaotic I'm not going to lie. I am frustrated sometimes, a lot of the times, almost every day. I am yelling, which I'm working on. I am repeating myself. I just want to take more than three naps a day and then go to sleep at nine o'clock at night. And I cannot do that. And I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to understand that like they need me at this time And eventually they will not. And I'll be waiting. I'll be wanting them to need me. I'll be missing this. I really think I'll be missing it. A lot of people say that they miss this time with their kids and that it went by fast. So I need to remember that and truly just be present. So those are my seven stitches. I mean, my seven tips that I'm going to follow And hopefully, maybe you can follow them as well. I know I'm going to get back to you and let you know how I did and how I felt. And yeah, seven stitches, seven tips. (laughs) Mothering while being present would be the next episode, I bet. (laughs) Well, mothers and others, it's been amazing talking to you, sharing with you. I hope you have an amazing week. Stay tuned. (laughs) stay tuned okay there's really nothing after this but stay well stay encouraged stay safe